welcome to the eighth episode of the Art of Conversation. I hope you're all keeping well. In this episode, I talked to poet Ronan Peabury about his debut poetry collection. Ronan is a native of Hayestown, County Wexford. His poetry is inspired by his upbringing in the ballad singing tradition, the history and folklore of his local area in South Wexford. His poems have previously been published in the Wexford Bohemian, Shore Magazine, and online in ASP Literary Journal Wales. Ronan works as an English teacher in Gloucester, Eamon Reese in Wexford Town. Kinsfolk is the author's first collection in poetry. I wanted to start off by talking about finding your poetic voice during lockdown. So it's one of the first things that's kind of mentioned on the blurb of your book. And I was wondering how you kind of found it over lockdown. What about lockdown made you kind of arrive at poetry? Well, I suppose um, judging from various social media posts and everything that a lot of people um, found the creative sides, uh, especially during the, the lockdown, the early days of the lockdown and into last summer. Um, for me, it, it certainly was the lockdown and probably into from late spring into early summer, um, I found that walking was, was a great way to, I suppose, firstly fill in the day, um, especially in the summertime when, uh, when school year was over. And as I walked the neighbourhood and I suppose kind of reacquainted myself with uh, the place that I grew up, that I probably hadn't had a chance to do uh, just with, I suppose, life being so busy. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things, uh, a lot of memories, I suppose, came back to me of, you know, childhood and uh, various things that every other poet on, on the planet will write about. Um, and it, it started off, I suppose, one day walking through through a forest um, very close to my house and lucky to live out in the countryside where there's lovely, uh, beautiful scenery and in in those times, very little traffic as well. So uh, a couple of lines came to me, and that was basically where where I uh, my my journey started, I suppose you could say. Yeah. Well, you work as an English teacher, so you obviously studied literature before. Do you think that your poetic voice was always there? It certainly was, and um, I grew up in the ballad singing tradition in County Wexford, which is very, very strong, especially down here in the south, uh, south yeah. of the county. And I suppose growing up in that and learning ballads when, when I was when I was a kid, basically back as far as five or six years of age, um, I was getting used to rhythm and, and that kind of thing. Um, and the idea, I suppose, of the ballad as well is to tell a story, uh, usually in song, and for those of uh, of your listeners who will read uh, Kinsfolk, you'll find that there is a certain rhythm uh, maybe to, to a lot of my poetry. And I think, uh, looking back on that, that it certainly comes from from uh, my ballad singing. And some people have commented on that actually uh, in the last few days. So I think that's where the, the idea of the rhythm of certain lines probably comes in. That's interesting. Um, yeah. It's, but also, as you mentioned, you know, uh, I'm an English teacher in Wexford CBS there as well. And teaching Leaving Cert, uh, the Leaving Cert curriculum 
for the last God knows how many years now at this stage. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking at poetry day in, day out, and I remember saying to myself, uh, early on last year, I think, before, uh, before we came into lockdown, I was still in school, and we were reading a poem, and something in it made me realise, I said to myself, I'll have a shot at that. Wow. I'll have a go and see what happens. And uh, little did I know, just over a year and a half later, that I'd be bringing out my daily collection Kinsfolk. Yeah, wow, that's for that's unreal. Um, you briefly mentioned social media, and you do share a lot of your writing and poems online on your Instagram and on your Facebook. How do you find social media as a method of exposure, particularly in twenty twenty one nowadays? It's a relatively new idea. Yeah, I I certainly think that, that social media has opened um opened life, you know, and areas of life maybe the people. Uh, wouldn't have maybe entered into, um, you know, especially with the area of poetry in particular. There's numerous uh, poets on on various social media sites, and I think it's fantastic. It's it's a great way to get your work out there. Be it you know a few lines that you're working on or something like that. You know, one little like or whatever, a little comment. Can you know it can really boost a little bit of confidence and make you kind of, I suppose, focus on the on the poem and, and try and finish it, or mm-hmm. you know, kind of gives you that little bit of uh, enthusiasm and a little bit more confidence maybe when it's when it's out there in the in in the world, you know, for people to read. Absolutely. Do you think you'd ever consider working on a longer work? Would you ever consider working on maybe some short stories or a novel? At this point, um, I haven't. It may be something that, that I may look into in the future, but I, I enjoy writing poetry a lot, and I think it's, it's because you can pack a punch into a few lines you know, in, let's say, a novel, um, you know, you draw out your characters, you, you draw out your plot lines, stuff like that. To be honest, I don't think I'd have the attention span for it. <laughs> but uh, I find the, uh, I find poetry, uh, for me anyway, and as we know, everybody is different. Um, some people will, will love reading novels. People will love reading poetry. And the reason, one of the reasons um, poetry is attractive to me is for that reason that you know a poem a good poem can pack a punch and yeah. um, you know be it in the last line or something like that something about um a poem packing a punch is is it really uh, makes it brilliant you know yeah so you published the anthology with Boland Press which is a publisher that I've worked hands on with in the past and Numerous of my friends have also worked with the incredible Carol Boland. But how was the publishing process online with Carol? Uh, Carol was fantastic to work with. And I learned so much in the, I suppose, short enough time that we worked together, probably a couple of months, three months maybe or so. Um, again, that was over lockdown. So it was Zoom meetings once a week and things like that. But the amount of knowledge that Carol Bowman has, you know, about uh, poetry, first of all, 
with how the book will, will turn out uh, is, is incredible. And I, I really uh, enjoyed working with Carol right the way through till the, the, the copies of, of the collection arrived last week. Um, so there's, you know, I would certainly recommend her to anybody who, who's kind of of the, th- of the, of the thinking, uh, you know, will I, won't I, yeah. you know, certainly go for it. And I, I would highly recommend Carol. Absolutely. And the cover of King's Folk is very eye-catching. Is there a bit of a story behind that there? There is. There's kind of a, 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 two stories, really. Um, the, the picture on the front is a very old photo dating back to roughly around 1890. And it's a posed picture uh, of Johnstown Castle in which there are individuals on a fro- on the frozen lake, the castle lake, in front of the castle. And I saw, I first saw this image in a book on the history of Johnstown by uh, Liam Gall, the very, very well-known Wexford historian. And there was something about the picture that really grabbed me. And I think when I got... Uh, A very close look at it. Just the the looks on the individual faces. Mm-hmm. It was like that scene from uh, Dead Poet Society. I don't know. You've surely seen the uh, the film yourself. Yeah. Where Robin Williams gets his students to stand very very close to the pictures on the wall of the old uh, teams in the school, mm-hmm. and he starts whispering Carpe Diem. Uh, it was that kind of a thing that happened to me when I looked at the photo. I realised that, you know, this is over 100 years ago, those people are long gone. And that maybe that was what spurred me on to it. But another connection with the, with the photo as well is my uh, grandmother was actually born in Johnstown Castle at, in the head gardener's house in the Wall Gardens. Her father was the chief steward of the estate up at until just after Lady Morris Fitzgerald's death wow. in 1942. Um, so it's, it's a place, and I actually grew up a stone's throw from it myself. It's a place that I visit uh, regularly. So it's uh, that picture is more than a picture, I think. Uh, in, uh, for me, it's a very personal um, thing to have on the front of the book. And I'm so delighted to the staff at the uh, Irish Agricultural Museum at Johnstown Castle for allowing me permission to use the image on the front of the, of the book as well. Absolutely, it's a beautiful cover. Um, would you like to read us one of your poems? I will. Uh, I'll read you a poem uh, called Back from the Graves. And it's not that morbid. <laughs> and I think we're in, into uh, nearly into August now, in fact. Um, and at this time of year, I suppose one of the big traditions, certainly here in South Wexford anyway, is the, is the pattern, the, yeah. the, the local patterns at the graveyards. Um, this was a poem I actually wrote uh, during the Christmas period last year. Um, my own parents uh, always went to, to visit the graves of you know, their parents and our ancestors going back 
and in the last couple of years I've taken it on myself as well mm-hmm. to go uh, in my own time or to go and, and visit graves as well I think it's it's it ties in nicely with the with the title of King's Hope as well yeah um, so this is called Back from the Graves Continuation the essence of tradition a new year tending to old habits, dying hard. It seems to me each year, this trip becomes somewhat a longer pilgrimage. Just as the space between the rings of tree stumps show time's passage, so too vivacious names engraved on ochre legend headstones. Time, the feckless thief, how it misbehaves and not by halves. Back from the graves, I sit alone by fireside, cracking kindling and glowing Polish coals, my only company tonight, perusing the antique pages of an album, deciphering elusive roots and leaves of my family tree. Mortal bodies once, who lingered in the sunshine, now relinquished to the grave, Their memory kept alive through roots and leaves of a dusty photo album and love. Wow, that's a beautiful poem and such a beautiful reading as well. Thank you very much. No problem. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you enjoyed yourself, Ronan, and it was a pleasure to have you. Thank you very much, Alana. It was great to to have a chat with you uh, this evening. Thanks very much. Thanks, Amel.